0: Welcome to Let's Talk. Here we will focus on the hustle, the juggle, and everyday struggle of small business. We will be here every week talking to small business owners about their everyday struggles, stresses, and ways they have been able to overcome the challenges of running their business. We welcome questions and comments, so please feel free to email us at admin at com. We hope you enjoy, and above all, We hope it helps. Welcome. You are joining us on the hustle, juggle, and struggle of small business. Hi, I'm Thalia Williams, Marketing Concierge for David B. Plemons, CPA. Today we have on our show a very timely guest, Mr. Vic Malloy. He is a cybersecurity specialist. Welcome, Vic.
1: Good afternoon and welcome and hello to everyone.
0: Well, thank you. So tell us a little bit about yourself, specifically the name of your business and how long you've been in business.
1: So my name is uh, Vic Malloy. The name of my company is Malloy and Malloy Consulting. I'm a retired military officer. Uh, My background was cybersecurity. Uh, In 2015, I retired after being at U.S. Cyber Command, working as a battle captain and then also working here in San Antonio at the 24th Air Force, which is the Air Force's cyber operations as a senior duty officer. While I was on active duty in 2004, I had the opportunity to be the chief information officer or information technology director for the National Security Agency here in San Antonio.
0: Wow. So you have an extensive background in this. This isn't just something that just popped up and you had interest in
1: no, it's been part of my DNA for a long time.
0: Obviously. Well, tell us a little bit about your business itself.
1: So currently right now I serve as a general manager uh, for the Cyber Texas Foundation, uh, which is a nonprofit that is focused on workforce development, K-12 through 12 here in San Antonio and in the Bear County region. Mm. So I'm an independent consultant and a uh, consultant contractor that works as a general manager for the day-to-day operations for mostly a volunteer and uh, sponsored delivery system for uh, about 350 teams that we had in our CyberPatriot competition last year and uh, working in about 120 different schools to make sure that the next generation is connected with those resources that are available to help them for information security.
0: Excellent. So tell us a little bit. What has been one of the challenges you've had in getting your business up and running? Because as a consultant, I know it's not that you have a true product to offer, but you have a service. So how did you manage to find potential clients or even land this particular gig? What were some of the challenges you may have had?
1: Well, a lot of it's just brand awareness mm-hmm. and the basic understanding of what you need as an independent business operator. A lot of times when you think of a business operator, it's a either a service um, provided, let's say, food service, or since San Antonio is largely touristic, and it's really not something that's really tangible unless you have a large restaurant or you have a sports-related uh, type of activity. Whereas mine is a consultant to say, okay, great, you're providing these products and services, but how do you go about doing that in a safe and secure way?
0: So what have been some of the challenges in running your business? You know, being that consultant and getting that trust where well, they will exchange their dollars for your wisdom.
1: Right. So a lot of that is just uh, right now is word of mouth mm-hmm. and reputation and the, the network. So being able to take the relationships that you formed and make sure that when you meet someone, find out about them. Mm-hmm. And once you find out about them, And they tell you or they express a need, then you find out within your network who you can connect them with or what services or what understanding and information that you have that can help better improve them.
0: So, why do you persist? What drives you? What keeps you going? I mean, this consulting thing, I know as a marketing consultant, I've always been challenged with sometimes finding those particular clients. Even though I know I can meet their need, listening for those opportunities to meet those needs. Obviously, marketing is in a different space than cybersecurity now. But even so, you know, why do you persist? What drives you to keep going?
1: It's a lot of anecdotal examples. Um, We just had what we call our San Antonio Mayor's Cup uh, recently here in San Antonio. And we recognize all of the students that are in the middle school and high school that have participated in the national youth competition called Cyber Patriot. We had 350 teams registered. Um, we are the largest pool of registered teams in the nation. The only other county or city or metropolitan area that's close to us is Los Angeles. Uh, they had about 240. So we, we host this annual luncheon event to recognize and acknowledge the top-performing teams as well as all the other teams that performed. So this year we had about 700 attendees at the Omni Colonnade uh, right before all of the sequestration and lockdown and social distancing. But um, we recognized the top three teams that competed and were headed toward nationals, and they were from Roosevelt High School, Uh, The Army ROTC team, their first team and their second team, and then the Air Force ROTC team from Brandeis. Mm -hmm. So when you say what motivated me, um, there was a young man in middle school. This was his first year in the competition. Uh, His mother brought him to the luncheon, but his coach did not show up. So, So there's this young man, middle school, trying to figure out, is this something that he wanted to do and be a part of? So since we had our head table and everything set up with our distinguished sponsors, I had this young man sit at the table with them. To say the least, his life has been immeasurably changed. He is now trending on LinkedIn, uh, on our social media page for Cyber Texas Foundation, uh, based upon the fact that you know now he has a greater appreciation for what his future is with regards to information technology, uh, cybersecurity, and data science and learning about science, technology, engineering, mathematics and why you should continue to pursue that uh, based upon that interaction. So, uh, and I won't give his name, but he's my why.
0: Oh, he's your why? Excellent, excellent. So how critical is support to you? Do you have family support? Do you have other network resources that support you? How critical are those to the success of Malloy & Malloy Consulting?
1: Well, we're Malloy Malloy because my CEO is my wife. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'll do it.
1: Yeah. So, uh, and when we when we started this venture, uh, we knew that we had a lot to offer. Um, as an independent business owner, before being a cybersecurity consultant, uh, we just like okay, she has a PMP and she is a project manager for the Defense Health Agency. So she's very structured in how she does project management and health-related issues, mm-hmm. whereas I come in from the cybersecurity background and, and how can you make sure that all of those patient records, those informations are properly protected. So we blend our background and our particular expertise to be synergistic to support one another. So she understands me. So having that familial support, that uh, foundation uh, is critical. Um, so we... Whenever I need to go somewhere or make an investment, there, there's 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 a discussion.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: but uh, but we make sure that it's a a win win proposition and uh, move forward. And then there's the extended network. So our professional relationships that we have outside um, help support Malloy and Malloy Consulting.
0: So how did you choose to decide, or how did you all come to? the realization that you could work well together? Was it because the marriage was already strong and you just brought this element in or you just saw, okay, these are two powerful people with the knowledge that they have and let's join forces outside of marriage?
1: We've always been entrepreneurial. Um, She's a retired veteran as well. And so we've always known that while we served our nation and we had gifts and skills, we should try to merge those together together. Um, outside of our military background or outside of that um, framework to serve the public mm-hmm. and, and as well as much as we give service and value, then, then that determines our level of success and success is that progressive realization of a worthwhile goal. And so while it can be measured monetarily, it can also be me- measured, like I said, in, the, in my why.
0: <laughs> Understandable. So now how long have you been married and how long have you had the business?
1: So we've been married since 2005, mm-hmm. and so this is 2020. So we come up on our 15 year anniversary. So
0: congratulations!
1: Doing great on that side. Um, we started the business formally last year. Informally, we've been doing um, independent health and wealth consulting um, activities, and um, we started that about two and a half years ago. But um, so about three years, but three years. in as a DBA doing business as going to get the paperwork in place. Are you?
0: We have Chris Hall joining us today from Pontum Financial. Chris, tell us a little bit about Checkpoint Charlies.
2: Checkpoint Charlies is one of my favorite topics. First I have to pay, give credit where credit is due. My golf pro uh, gave me a lot of checkpoint Charlie's. Everything he referenced was a small task or a small little box to check every time I lined up with the ball. But checkpoint Charlie's referred to a sy- systematic breakdown of tasks that you can address that almost become like clockwork. So you know what you're doing, you know when you have to do it. So all you have to do is implement that and do it and make sure that ch- the checks are done on a regular basis. So if you can check off one, you can move to two check off two, move to three And what it's in direct reference to as far as business owners go is I always say, look, we have Checkpoint Charlies that we need to make sure are taken care of on a weekly, monthly, quarterly, semi-annually, and annually. So at least one of those meetings, several of the team members from the Power Five need to be in that meeting so they can update you on those Checkpoint Charlies because they have their own list. But as a business owner, you should be able to sit down with a one page of your Checkpoint Charlies provided to you by the people who are collaborating together, mainly the Power Five, and be able to say, these are the decisions you have to make as a business owner, and then be able to file it away in your corporate book and move on for the year.
0: So how can we reach you to learn more about the Power Five?
2: One of the best ways to reach us is to just give us a phone call. It's 210-625-4845. You can follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook or visit our website at pontumfinancial.com. That's P-O-N-T-E-M- Financial.com.
0: Chris Hall is a partner with Pontum Financial and offers securities and investment products and services through Waddell and Reed, Inc., WRI, member FINRA slash SIPC. Pontum Financial is a separate entity from WRI. Tell us about a failure you've learned from. You only need to make one or two. Give us one or two stories. Because we all know in the hustle, juggle, and struggle of small business, depending on the length of time you've been in business, you've had several failures.
1: I guess going after technical solutions and not really understanding, you know, do you really need to have this particular tool? So making investments in and learning from those mistakes in buying a particular software suite or a software tool, that was really not apropos to what we really needed for our business. So web development. So we started to go out there trying to create this and learning different software and going after that. And so that was not what we, um, well, first and foremost, we weren't in agreement okay. <laughs> when we made that decision, but, um, I went ahead and made that investment, but so it's an investment because I did learn. Okay. There were, there were aspects from using that software solution that, um, benefited but then it really didn't you know manifest in a way that we thought that would be beneficial
0: so the return on that investment was not as great as you had anticipated correct got gotcha. you i understand so talk about a success tell me about a success other than the one that was a failure to turn into a success because it was a learning opportunity
1: right well as a success um, i would say right now being you know solvent Mm-hmm. And, and especially in these tumultuous times uh, and being able to have the revenue still come in and, uh, and being able to still provide that service and, and move forward. So financial solvency.
0: Financial solvency. That sounds yes. good. So does that, is that what success looks like to you, or is there something else, something maybe intangible, something altruistic?
1: Um, I guess, once again, you know, it's just seeing the students. And and my current client working with the Cyber Texas Foundation and raising that organization to a higher level, uh, creating strategic strategic plans, moving forward, building stronger partnerships and working with the Department of Education, working with the State Department here uh, in the, well, not the state, but the State of Texas Education Department and how we can produce better teachers, produce better students and look at the opportunities, uh, be it virtual or physical, that we can facilitate learning in a more productive way.
0: So did you have the opportunity to do the bidding process, being that consultancy firm, to get contracts with the state of Texas or with the Department of Education? Was there a process that you went through? In order to garner those particular contracts?
1: No, those weren't contracts. So those were just relationships. Right now, uh-huh. uh, we're looking to gain contracts and grants for the foundation for Malloy Malloy Consulting as well, but um, primarily, um, not 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 so much so in the RFP process. So okay. I'm familiar with having to look for proposals and then submitting in what your business case is. Mm-hmm. And how are you going to fund that? Then how are you going to sustain that and move forward? Um, up to this point, we haven't had to go through that solicitation process. Uh, it has been relation relationships and networking.
0: Well, that's key, too, because a lot of businesses, small business owners, think they have to go once they've formed themselves into their entity, whatever it is, in order to garner income, they need to go to the solicitation process or right. try and get those contracts. Some of them aren't really ready yet or positioned for it. Exactly. So your emphasis has been the relationships you've developed over the years. Right. In time, through just going places, meeting people, talking to people. Right. Making those connections. Correct. And that has helped your success even in the early stages of your business. Exactly. Interesting. So. If you had it to do it all over again, what would you do differently? If anything, read more. Read more.
1: Yes. Uh, So that's my challenge right now. Um, Leaders are readers and readers are leaders. So it's about getting information because the amount of information that you can then uh, take in will then help you in establishing what your value is. By having more information and awareness and understanding, you may not know it all, you may not have it all together. But together you understand by having that uh, understanding and awareness of what is out in the universe, you can bring those resources to bear that will improve someone else's situation, improve your situation, and extend your your circle of influence.
0: Mm-hmm. Sounds good. I would ask, is there any advice you might have for our audience?
1: Believe in yourself, first and foremost. If you take the adage that Napoleon Hill talks about in his book, think and grow rich. It is, it is about the way you think. Um, and once again, going back to the prior recommendation is about reading. So the more you read, the better you can lead and succeed and move forward. So number one, you have to believe in yourself. You won't believe in yourself if you don't have a framework or a reference of other people's success, other people's experience. It's always, I would say, better to learn from someone else's mistakes and as opposed to having to learn those mistakes yourself. But if you do fall, get back up. Um, don't take the instance of something that did not work as a sign that you're a failure or that you should stop. You should consider what happened, assess it, and then figure out how you can make it better vis-a-vis Thomas Edison a thousand times the thousand and first time worked so Mm. just keep trying
0: true very true wow well we want to thank you for your words of advice and your hustle and juggle and struggle story of how you got Malloy and Malloy up and running and doing what it does best For more information about any of our guests, or if you have questions and comments, please email us at admin at And don't forget to check out our website, PlemonsCPA.com, for upcoming events and workshops in San Antonio. David B. Plemens CPA,
1: Inc. is providing this podcast as a public service, but it is neither a legal interpretation nor a statement of David B. Plemens CPA, Inc. policy. You should always consult your own investment advisors, attorneys, and accountants before making any decisions concerning your financial matters. If you have any questions about this disclaimer, please contact our office.